Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a new phone. Who's this? I don't know this number. I don't, this number is not in my phone. Mm-mm. Oh, welcome to Just the Worst. It's us. Yes, it is. I'm Patty. No. Oh, I was going to say, and that's Patty. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm self-centered. I'm only introducing myself. I'm Valentina. Yeah. And we are here to bring you another exciting episode of all the terrible things that are happening in our minds or in the world. Yeah. Or in the the history. I was going to say, or in the future. (laughs) We have reached the next level. (laughs) We can predict the terrible things that are going to happen in the future. We probably can. I was... uh, I'm dying alone. That's one. <laughs> I'm going to be unemployed for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and according to Bill Gates, there's going to be a horrible um, plague or something in mm. the next 30 or so years. So I don't know why I'm even fucking worried about it. Because at the end of the day, we're all just going to die. Yeah. Seriously. So there's that. Yeah. Nothing so... matters. Happy Sunday, everyone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Woo, what a weekend. <laughs> We're just here to brighten up your day. I bet I did so much stuff this weekend. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. Uh, what have you been up to? Looking for a job. Whoa. The reality has suck in. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, who's drinking Freudian now? Slip. Freudian slips and drinking... Oh, so reality is sucking is kind of what I yeah thinking. yeah it's um it's it's time for me to Ugh. find something new to do so that's what I've been doing sounds awful Job it's not the is best the worst. it really kind of it you know what makes me so sad is like I know that you know there's a lot of good people most of the people I know have jobs <laughs> and they're <laughs> And they're good people, yep. and they're a lot of fun, like, in normal life. Mm-hmm. But then you read about, like, what they say their job description is or, like, what their company does, and it all sounds just god-awful. Like, oh, yeah. it's all just this weird corporate speak. And I'm in communications. And yeah. the way companies talk drives me crazy. Oh, it's worst. Yeah. So. No, I used to send out amazing emails because everyone knew that I hated Corp Speak. Uh-huh. So I'd be like, hey, everybody, let's just put a pin in this for now and <laughs> circle back later. And... Can you unpack that idea for me? Oh, God. It's <laughs> so bad. I'm putting a deck together exactly. and I'd really let's like you to take, unpack that idea. Let's just take this offline. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit you up with like the, what were they? Not the PowerPoints. The decks? No, we didn't have decks. Oh, I can't. Um, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, awful. Yes, terrible. And I hate it too. So I actually was talking to somebody the other day about a job, and I was like, "This, you know, I just want to be able to be a human. I want to mm. be able to come to work, whoa, and be human." And awfully. So I'm probably not going to get that job. I know, you know, but I just, yeah, You're that's not that special. <laughs> Why should you get to do right? that? But nobody None else of us gets got to. to. <laughs> Anyway, and I'm sure like once you get in, it's all great, but it's just, it just sounds so terrible. Yeah. So I guess I'm feeling a little jaded and a little Mm. dissatisfied Mm -hmm. right now. What happens? You know, I think it does. 
So any prospective employers, just ignore this. Yeah. Call me anyway. This is... I'm, I'm actually really upbeat and a lot of fun to work with. <laughs> Unlike her twin sister, Patty. <laughs> Good old Patty Carson. That's right. <laughs> Give her a job. Yes. She's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. I can't think of anything else I've been doing. Mm, riding you? horses. Right. Yes. Always. Yeah. That's I been like saving my it. life. That's good. My sanity. Though the other day, like, I was, I don't remember why. I So I have been, like, up and down emotionally, like, probably <laughs> 15 times a day, every day lately. So, like, I go from being, like, super excited about, like, I am fucking manic. I, I don't know what's yeah. going on. But, like, I'll be super excited about something, and then 10 minutes later, I'm, like, tanking yeah, and in tears. set everything on fire. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to go ride the other day, and there's they're doing construction at the barn, and the horse I ride is super sensitive. Crazy. Yeah. And so, like, every single th- – they have this drill, and, just like, and he would just oh, jump no. every single time. So I pull his halter off. Sorry, all you non-horsey people. <laughs> To put his bridle on, and right at that moment, they just go off with the drill. And he just so he just like leaves. starts spinning oh, in the cross ties, no. and then takes off down the hallway oh. with the bridle just wrapped around his leg. Oh, and I'm just that. like, oh fuck, I totally. We're all that, gonna. Bro. And then I got on him, and I tried to ride him. No bueno. Not it wasn't. It just wasn't gonna. Do it. And I was like almost in tears because I was so emotional already. I'm just <laughs> like, this is not gonna fucking work. Just turn him out. I still flinch. Like if a semi drives by and puts on its air brakes. Oh, like oh, <laughs> my car's with. gonna take off on yeah, me. It's so true. <laughs> I count strides all the time. Though. Oh yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, I do. It's a weird mental illness, I think. Mm-hmm. Horse people have. Yeah, I'll count like if I'm driving, like I'll count strides between like telephone pole oh. shadows on the ground. <laughs> like, what am I doing with my life? Oh yeah, it's a sickness. It is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm down with that. What have you been up to? Um, you've been reading too much Reddit today, right? Yeah. Uh, nothing. I'm pretty sure. Nothing. I feel like. No, time is simultaneously standing still and just flying by. It does that. <sighs> yeah, just look. It's all me. an illusion. <laughs> it's an illusion, Michael. <laughs> yeah, and then they're supposed to drop season four of Arrested again, but in chronological order. So I'm, I don't know if I trust that. And then they're doing season five too, right? I know, but I'm so scared about I it. They I wonder it. if they're, they're remix... ruining everything. They ruined Anchorman two. They ruined Zoolander two. They ruined season four of Arrested. The only part that I thought was really funny in Zoolander two was his phone. Oh, I haven't actually seen. Oh, it. okay. <laughs> I just passed Jeff. <laughs> oh, well, Things you I should actually about. see it because it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. But the whole thing, you know, like when he, the first one, the whole thing was about having the smallest cell phone you could have. Oh, yeah. And so he comes back and he still has his tiny little phone <laughs> and everybody else's phones are now like the size of iPads. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> Why did they get all big again? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mm, yeah. I'm always looking for new shows. Mm. I saw that you were complaining to Ranker or one of those things about the fucking, hey, show us some new shows, <laughs> goddammit. That was yeah, really Yeah, it was funny. one of those like 15 amazing true crime, gross documentaries. You keep you up at night, blah, blah, blah. And I was drunk and I just commented like all caps. <laughs> 
Show us some that we haven't seen already, you shit birds. <laughs> Very angry. But I keep getting notifications that other people are liking it. So I guess. It, yeah, no, I think it, I think they do that. They like, do if show you haven't seen them. fucking Dear Zachary and The Imposter by now, what the fuck are you? You're not even a true crime person. Ouch. I haven't seen either one of those. Well, you're not a true crime person. I never said I was. But you also don't watch television. That's true. So, yeah, like, I've exhausted the documentaries, I feel. Like, I tried watching the Rachel Dolezal one. <laughs> oh, her? Yeah. I don't even know her. Yeah, you do. The lady that was very white, but was posing as a black lady. How did I? Oh, yeah. yeah. That she was, like, led the NAACP? Yeah, in Spokane, Washington. But how did that have anything to do with true crime? I mean, other than... Like, I, I, I mean, just... it was a crime. I guess it was a crime impersonating some... I don't know. I don't know. Just documentaries, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... she is a fucking nut. Yeah, like I'd lump in like even like Icarus and making, well, making I did watch Icarus. Yeah, like documentaries like that where you're just like, whoa, crazy. That doctor is so funny. Amazing. Adorable. Love him. (laughs) Send me drugs. Um, No, I think you have enough. If we search the house, I think we would really. No. I'm just about ready to do that, so. <laughs> if next episode I am incoherent, that is why. Yeah. I've finally given up on this abstinence thing. And, just and I'm the least responsible person for you to be like, I'm thinking of drinking again. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> really? Here. Wink, wink. Don't do that. <laughs> Here, start with the cider. It's very mild. I was with somebody the other night, and they were saying, like, they were doing that same thing. And, like, oh, well, you know, like, why would you be thinking about doing that again? Like, do you want, like, we can have a drink and it's like, <laughs> no, everyone I'm, just wants you to drink the, the thing is that like my whole self is so wrapped up in being the sober one like i don't even know who i would be if i wasn't the sober one other than the mm-hmm. horse one maybe the, the ridiculous drunk on the alley i don't think you're gonna go from there you don't from here to there okay i'm not even in an alley <laughs> and i'm like, got 20 years on you so that's true I do have some catching up to do. You'll be fine. All right. One of the guys in the office the other day was playing with something that it was, they're always playing with little like machine parts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was some weird suction-y thing. And he would play with it and it would go. And I kept just looking at him and being like, that's fine. It's fine. And then he did it enough. And I was like, if you don't stop doing that, I'm going to kill you because I keep thinking you're opening a bottle of wine. (laughs) Because in my house, we used to, when, whatever. What do you mean? You drink wine out of a box. I know. It's only because I'm poor. But, like, whenever a wine clerk would be pop, whatever room you're in in the house, you have to go, sounds like love. (laughs) Where was this? Was this your sorority? No, it was me and Anthony. Okay. Mostly. But, yeah, so the sound of a cork popping is just like, happiness. Ah. No, I just found a new uh, wine at the corner market that I quite like. It's a Sangiovese. Uh Um, But it's a screw top. So even though I splurged and bought bottles. Are those those bottles under the TV? Yes. Hmm. Lined up for the weekend. Nice. Mm -hmm. You are prepared. You don't have to leave the house at all. I know. I left the house today to get them. And I was like, whoa, it's really nice out here. Bye. <laughs> Outside sunshine. So those days when you say, "Hey, let's not record today because it's so nice out." What are you actually no, doing? No, sometimes I am actually sitting outside. <laughs> but okay, just I have my in my little sad chair. Where I just tan my legs and read books. 
Okay. And I'm reading I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Oh, are you? Yeah, I splurged and paid the $15 for it. Because I was is... like, I can't have this case get any more advanced without me knowing all of the things behind what it. What she did in yeah. order to help find. I So this is how weirdly emotional I am. So... <laughs> can't wait (laughs) no it's not that big a deal but like i almost started crying the other day because i was thinking about Patton oswald and how he must feel about his wife having done all that work and then this happening after she died and having her miss it and i was literally almost in tears for him like oh my god that just must be i don't know what the fuck happened well you know what he's uh engaged again so but still i mean well why wouldn't he be why does supposed everyone to have to take up all of the life? weddings? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no one, I'm mean, like, a, just treat me like a gay and be like, no one else can get married till Valentina can get married. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, you heard her. Where's my sympathy? <laughs> Again, I think we've covered this that you have to actually leave okay, the house. Yeah, so I did a couple, <laughs> I did a couple Tinder pairings the uh, other day. This guy was like super nice. Uh huh. And then at one point it was just like, sorry, you a bad girl. Like, do you need to be spanked? And I was like, what? We were just talking about like what books we like or something. And it just went off the rails. And I was like, is this just how it, this that's is just now? Tinder. It, that's just Tinder, I think. But I, I feel like there's nothing different like feature wise really between I all thought of Tinder the sites. was like pretty well known as like this is just the hookup site. Not the have a conversation about books site. I guess maybe. That, but then what's I mean, the book I'm fucking a million years old, and I've been married forever and a day. There was so one when was I called... got married, there was no online dating. Yeah, you were just like, well, I guess I'm with you forever. <laughs> you actually have to meet somebody out in the world. Gross. <laughs> I know it's uh, weird. <laughs> no, there was one for a hot minute called Hater, and mm, instead of selecting perfect. things that you liked, it was things that you hate, and it would match <gasps> you up. That's odd. That's like perfect for people like us. I know. Yeah. Just hate everything. Well, and as long as you hate the same things, like you can get along in a lot of ways if you can. I feel like that's how most girls are even start friendships. You're like, (laughs) isn't Kathy the worst? (laughs) Yeah, let's hate the same girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's a key component of girl friendships. So why not? But probably not relationships. Because I probably don't want a guy that's like, yeah, it sucks. Then we'll just sit in our house and be like, that sucks. sucks. Everything sucks <laughs> so bad. I need somewhat of an optimist. It's like, hey, maybe we should go for a bike ride, friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the pedals hit my shins. <laughs> but I have to be in the sun. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I used to be a huge sun worshiper. But that's back when you could be tan. Like you can you still could... be tan. It's just not good for you. Yeah, it's not good for and you. And you actually have skin that tans. I don't even oh, have that. Yeah, I got super dark. But that's kind of uh... why I'm like, well, I can't even enjoy being in the sun anymore because I got to put on fucking sunscreen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't want wrinkles, that's the thing. As you get older, like, ugh. I worry more about the discoloration because I've got little, like, sunspots. Mm. Yeah, I had a mm. facial the other day, and she did some weird peel thing. It did kind of help, but she's like, you should stop using self-tanner on your face. I was like, do you want me to go in the sun with my face? Because my <laughs> white face is not very attractive. My white it's, face is not going to happen. It's a big moon and no one needs it. That. Oh. I found, so a f- um, there's a company called Epicurin that does, it ha- It does like face products and stuff. Nice. And a peripherally know the guy whose family 
owns it. And so I know a ton of people that work there because he basically, he took it over from his family and then hired all his friends. So all <laughs> half my friends work for this company. Dig it. Yeah. And so they had a 40%, it's like expensive stuff, but they had a 40% off friends and family sale the other day. So I bought a whole bunch of stuff and I'm fucking loving it. It's like all anti-aging, collagen boosting, yada, yada, nice. yada stuff. And so far I really love it. So Epicure and everyone and anyone who listens that actually reps Epicure and you should probably sponsor us. Thank oh, you. definitely. Yeah. Because our, our demographic age. is aging. <laughs> yeah. Or so we oh, think. Our demographic is aging dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to make skincare cool. We need cool. beard stuff and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm down with Testosterone that. products? I don't Whoa. know. I don't know what we need. I feel like our audience has plenty of them. <laughs> it's probably true. Let's Sorry. Knock their masculinity. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just saying for down the road. You want to get out in front of these problems. <laughs> That's true. Especially as an advertiser, too, right? Like, you want to have it just supplanted in their heads. Yeah. That they need it ahead of time. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So that by the time they do it, they're like automatically think of your brand. Come on. Better way to cook. Exactly. <laughs> Cast your mattress. I'm ready. Let's do it. So true. Whenever I need a mattress, that's where I'm going. Um, who's going first today? I am. After much debate, I'm going first. But I thought it'd be good because I got on this topic because I'm looking for work. Ooh. And I have a tendency to be a little maudlin and like... What? I, I know. It's so weird because I run from being like this super positive, like, hey, everything's... Like, not everything's great, but like, we're having fun <laughs> type of thing <laughs> to like... I'd like to describe my aesthetic as <laughs> we're having fun. So, yeah. Like, I'm a fun... Like, I like things that are enjoyable. Like, I don't fucking... I just like... That's my personality, right? But then I will veer off into like... Total fucking self-hatred and, like, worthlessness and, like, a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about, like, okay, so, you know, things aren't so bad. Let's be grateful, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then I started looking at, like, oh, what are some terrible jobs? (laughs) 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 At least I don't have to shovel poo. Right. Well, it was funny because I was – it hearkened back to one of the episodes that you did, I think, on some – Oh, the night soil men. Yeah, and so a lot of those. So that's kind of where I started. It's like, oh, Valentina's already talked about a lot of these guys. That was just like one period of history. Yeah, but that's kind of where I landed. So then I'm like, well, what else was going on in that period of history that was terrible? So it was like I ended up on like the Industrial Revolution, which was like a horrible time for working people, right? Because everybody was going from the farms into factories and there was – yeah. No safety precautions, no anything, no workers' rights, no unions. Yeah. It was just a nope. fucking nightmare. And then the thing that really kept popping out at me was like the kids that were working in these situations. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's find out about what kids used to do. And um, we were talking about before we started the podcast about kids playing and how important mm-hmm. play was. And it's like, well, fucking back then they didn't play for shit. They went. No, like, they got to play for like a hundred <laughs> years and that was it. Oh, yeah. 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 Like the last one. Yeah. And now we're stopping. But, them. Like we were the last generation of kids that Probably. played. <laughs> it's very true. Unsupervised, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I and then, I mean, they created dirt. adolescence out of no- There was no such thing as adolescence. People got married when they were 13 years old <laughs> and had families and shit. Like that was a, an, an invention that yeah, we what just is decided it? existed. It bleeds, it breeds or something horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if they actually said that back then, but probably not. <laughs> little House no. on the Prairie times. Yeah, they had it like embroidered into little <laughs> all the pillows. all the ladies in their 
their <laughs> coffee clutches or whatever those things are called. Yes. Embroidering. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Cross stitch, yes. Yeah, cross stitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, B, C, D. If it bleeds, it breathes. I think that might be I just thought it was like if it bleeds, it leads, and that's a journalism thing. If it what? If it bleeds, it leads. Which oh, means yeah, like that's very, that's very fold first story out. Ooh, yeah. Did you ever see Nightcrawler? Jake uh, Gyllenhaal? I think I... Mm, super creepy. I think I did. Mm-hmm. It just is a vague memory of this point. But if it had Jake Gyllenhaal in it, chances are I saw it. Oh. <laughs> um, now we know. Jake Gyllenhaal, Tom Hardy, I'm in, pretty much. Uh, have you seen the ads for the new Venom movie? I saw, yeah. I think I even actually watched a trailer. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with his voice. <laughs> I, I'll he watch it on mute. Very I don't care. Feminine <laughs> voice. So either apparently he does like the Bane, like, voice, or like this little. <laughs> you know, like how David Beckham has a terrible. You don't know any of these things. <laughs> She just watched my face go blank. I can tell you're just like panicking. Like, I Please don't... don't reference anyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He has a very terrible voice in the trailer. So we'll see how that goes. This is good. Like I bring the outside sunshine world to you. Right? And you bring the TV entertainment world to me. It's like this perfect You match. should live in this world. It's so much better. <laughs> no, he said, we were deciding what day to record. And he's like, can you catch up on the entire series of Westworld before you come home. Yeah. Like, fuck. Basically. No. I can't watch two seasons of a show in three days. It's, that is so weak. I know. I could. I have the that. intention span of an ant. Well, actually, ants have really good intention span. <laughs> Goldfish. Goldfish, maybe? Hmm. Cat? Hmm. What has a bad attention span? I don't know. I don't know either. Me. Children. I mean, people should just compare themselves to me. Like, I have the attention span of fatty. It would be perfect. I'm ground zero for attention <laughs> yes. span. It's only up from here. Yeah. But again, everyone, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a great selling point. I'm so I'm, employable. I pretty much just like to have fun and I have the attention span of me. <laughs> I'll do a hundred projects at once. I won't finish them, but I will do them. <laughs> I'm a good starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, worst jobs for kids in the oh. industrial revolution. Here Dun-dun. we go. Um, oh. And this is mostly in Britain. Mm, uh, those words. Yeah. So the first one that came up was coal miner. Sexy. Perfect place for kids. <laughs> Everybody knows. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen those. Like <laughs> that came up a lot. And, and doing Google searches, like these little kids with their black faces, <laughs> just standing there. It's adorable. Uh huh. So, um, so traditional mines before the industrial revolution were relatively small mm-hmm. and the coal was pretty much on the, like pretty close to the surface. So they didn't have to dig too deep and they just mined coal and they brought it out, but there wasn't a huge need for it because there wasn't tons of factories. There wasn't right. tons of trains, all that stuff. Um, and as the demand increased, the mines got deeper. Ooh. Um, so there was a lot of problems with that. I believe that. <laughs> I apparently did a terrible job of cutting and pasting. <laughs> it starts like mid-fucking uh, sentence, it changed. So first problem with um, the coal mines were that they were really dark. Yes. <laughs> and they used several methods to, like, mind you, these people were not, they didn't have money. And nobody wanted to expend any sort of yes. extra cost on anything. And this stuff is very flammable. <laughs> this stuff is very flammable. So one of the things they used was rotten fish. 
to oh, light. No. Yeah, because apparently the flesh gives off this phosphorescent glow. Oh, Christ. So it's like this stinky, rotten fish. But they did also use candles if they could afford them. Oh. Um, the problem with candles is that there's a lot of methane in the air, and that could just lead to a oh, full-on Christ. explosion. Um, and then they used flint sometimes as well, but that had the same problem. Like as, it, as soon as, you know, anything, any methane hit, it would just everybody would blow up. So that was a problem. Yeah. It's hard to retain uh, stuff when everybody blows up. You know, whatever. Hmm. Um, the coal was cut by hand with a pickaxe. Ooh. Sometimes miners worked seams no higher than 75 centimeters. And so they would be like crouched down and Ew. like <laughs> just trying to make it work, which is a great thing for kids because kids fit into small spaces. True. So they use kids a lot to go into these really tiny Areas yeah, that nobody else could go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Chimney sweeps. You're get four. There. Get in there. Yeah. Here's Use a pickaxe. Fingers. Here's a canary. If it dies, <laughs> get the hell out Maybe of there. Maybe walk out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe walk. If you can. Whatever. Um, so they had really bad posture. They were always in pain, et cetera, et cetera. And there's people Aww. in my that work there. Um, the mines are hundreds of feet deep. So they flooded <laughs> pretty oh regularly, God. too. Um they also contained a lot of explosive gas, like I was mentioning, and they that got worse as it, the mines got deeper. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, so you're using a pickaxe mm-hmm. and you're hitting, so there will be sparks, rock, right? <laughs> and there's methane in the air. Yeah, oh. so there was some explosions that happened. So it was not super safe. No. Um. Uh. Nevertheless, in about the 1800s, mm. there's about 5,000 church children working in one mine alone what um, that's enormous yeah how many five thousand the cornwall metal mines that's so more than fucking a lot but in one area five thousand kids but kids worked back then they didn't fucking go to still like that's, that's a lot of bodies. there was no like hey you're going to pre-k today <laughs> it was, and then you have soccer and you're having that, enrichment you programs yeah exactly there was no mm-mm was go to work, take your pickaxe, climb in that hole, and bring out some coal. No Mandarin classes for you. No. Um, They said that children and youth under 20 comprised 30% of the total population of coal miners in Britain at the time. Um, Children as young as five or six were forced to crawl in the darkness down narrow tunnels they could barely kneel in Mm. while they breathed in thick coal dust. So a lot of people died of lung cancer, (laughs) and a lot of these kids died before they, like, before their 25th birthdays, they were oh, dead of cool. so, um, so the little, little kids were used as something called trappers. Ooh. And they opened and closed underground doors in the mine to let the hurriers who pulled the loaded wagons get through. <laughs> so hurriers were often women Ooh. and girls. Oh, super. And so the men would would get the coal. The boys would do the doors or whatever mm-hmm. or be picking the coal as well. And then the women and the girls would be hauling it up to the surface. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, they had this thing they talked about where it was like a strap that would go over their foreheads and the baskets would be on their backs <laughs> and they would end up with like these crazy bald spots oh, and like shit. deformities. And then the other thing that happened was like some way that they had to pull the carts and the baskets led to like all these pelvic deformations and problems. Oh. So a lot of the girls who were doing this who were like, you know, 13 year old girls, whatever, when they got older and they tried to have babies they would die in childbirth oh, because shit. their pelvises were so deformed they couldn't bear so children hard. yeah so there's like some unintended consequences yeah but 
you know, no OSHA. OSHA didn't exist at the time. Damn it. Um, uh, do, do, do. So the children often worked in the dark, which might have been a good thing because otherwise they could have exploded, I suppose. <laughs> um, and they were in the dark for up to 12 hours a day. Oh. And there was lots of rodents and stuff, so they'd be, like, dealing with rats and stuff, crawling all over them as they... I mean, think about kids today right? being afraid to go in their own rooms because it's dark. Oh, yeah. These kids were by themselves in a tunnel the hundreds of feet mind. deep at five years old for 12 hours a day. Yeah, and they don't get to whine to anybody No, I just... Yeah, we are wusses these days. We really are. I mean, I, it's great. My, I, I don't I'm go, happy that... Yeah. I don't want to go work in the mine, but... Everybody else can. That's right. No, it's just like, God, we've really changed a lot a in 150 years. Um, and the children would often be killed... Because nope. they'd fall asleep in the tunnels and then they get run over by the minecart. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, that seems avoidable. But in general, their day was to be woken up around 4 a.m., five to six days a week, were carried half asleep to the mines where they'd work a long, exhausting day. Oh, my God. Um, they did not get sunlight. They had no physical activity outside of work. They had no education. And they never got, like, so they didn't grow because they just were lacking in they didn't get much food. Oh, my God. They had no sunlight. They had no exercise for their muscles. So right. they just would not grow right. Um, so by 1842, the metal and coal mines, the, the kids were 40% of the workforce, under 19. Oy. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. What else? So it was just like a generation of little tiny... People? Well, I think they all died really young because they were all breathing oh, in coal dust. True. It was just a terrible, terrible um, place to work. But um, over time, of course, people started to, I guess, see outside of, like, what was going on. People outside of the industry zone was <laughs> going like, oh, this isn't okay. So mm -hmm. they started passing, you know, different laws yeah, and things to prevent kids from where so they – and they, they didn't want women – I think people, they found out that girls were working in the mines and their biggest concern was that like the men were working in the mines not wearing shirts mm. and the girls were in there with the men's not wearing shirts. Like that was the big concern. Whoa, like that's yeah. indecent. It's not that they're destroying their bodies. Dying. Like, slowly. But <laughs> we don't want them to see nipples. <laughs> oh my God. No, those men are naked. No. Yeah. So that, I mean, that actually helped them because it prohibited, eventually they have passed a mining act that prohibited girls and women from working in mines. And then that just kind of led over. Rather than just be like, put on a shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. well, Get her out that. of here. Maybe they couldn't afford shirts. <laughs> uh, so that was coal mines. Amazing. Yeah. You get to decide at the end which is the which worst, is the worst. Job. Okay. I'm ready. That's so the next one. one is the Loblolly Boys. Oh. Which that just sounds jolly mm. as heck do you think because to me it sounded perverted and weird lob lolly <laughs> mm. just there was something about it that i was like oh what is this job it's probably not gonna be good it's really working with the royal navy oh they work for the royal navy um and they were on ships and life aboard the ships was challenging uh so like the navy had a hard time keeping people because working on a ship was fucking hard so they mm -hmm. didn't get enough volunteers to be on these Navy ships. And I don't know, this was clearly not officers, but like deckhands. Right. Um, so what they would do was when they found themselves short of men, they would go to port and they would basically kidnap people. <laughs> they would, um, they, so there's something on here about 
um, they would like bop them on the head with like a mallet Adorable. and basically drag them to the boat. Um, <laughs> so they would shackle them, they would bring them and they were called pressed, pressed into service or pressed oh, or something. Okay. Um, then they would keep them shackled on the boats. But despite that, there was a lot of desertions, um, mm. which was a result of the fucking living conditions. So sailors' living quarters were super primitive. Officers had cabins. So the sailors, though, the guys that they're forcing to be there, um, they had very little privacy. They lived communally. Accommodations were dark and cramped. And they frequently were awash with seawater and infested with vermin. So there's lots of rats running around. The floor has six inches of water. They're all living in fucking... Yeah, I always think of, like, Master and Commander. And, like, they literally have, like, china sets and full course meals. Above deck. Right. Yeah. And then, like, it couldn't be worse. Like, yeah. It, there's just no middle ground. No. No. Yes. Well, I mean, we're trying to head back to that nowadays. Like, we really liked that system of, like, uber rich, super poor. Yeah, apparently. It seemed to work really well. Mm. So we're working really hard to go back to that. But, um... Anyway, it doesn't end in revolution ever. Political commentary for the day. That's good. Uh, so, living in super cramped quarters, under the deck, no fresh air, salt water around the ground, lots oh. of rats who were probably trying to stay off the ground because it was filled with water. So they're probably crawling on your bed and your head. Totally. And your um, on top of that, the sailors thought it was unlucky to bathe while at sea. So they were stinky. That's a fun. <laughs> so who came up with that? Uh, I don't know, but they had a lot of superstitions, yeah. I think. So that was one of them was that it was not good to bathe while you were at sea, so they did not. So the stench below decks, thinking oh. they were, you know, often in tropical areas, <laughs> there yeah. was no airflow. Oh. And add to that the fact that the way they washed their clothes in the 18th century... Didn't they, like, pee on them and stuff? Mm -hmm. They yeah. use urine. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> the Romans did that, too. I don't yeah. get it. So they're wearing pee-soaked clothes. They're not showering. Oh, and it's hot and it's fetid. Hot. So I can't imagine why anybody would try to get the fuck out of that right? situation. Take me back to the coal mine. <laughs> no, seriously. I'd rather do that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the diet was salted meat, oh. beef, pork, and horse, and sea biscuits. Who was also oh, a horse. Hard tack. Gross. Yeah. But and so that was hard as wood and filled with weevils. But I guess you're getting extra protein with the weevils. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and they were supposed to get 12 ounces of cheese each week. <laughs> wow. But they super. were at sea for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I don't know how that how worked. How are they keeping the cheese? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of um, also punishment that happened on the ship. Mm. You know, people didn't behave well. Given these like conditions, of written warnings. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of double secret probations. Exactly. People were on. Um, so there, because they didn't get to eat much, their stealing food was a was a pretty big deal. Mm. Um, and they really couldn't have it because they only had rations, right? Particular for that flight. That flight. Yeah, you know, it's a flight across the sea. It's <laughs> fine. Flight across sounds. the waves. It's I'm being poetic over here. <laughs> no. Uh, so the punishment for stealing food was typically to nail the offender's hand to the mast. Oh, yeah. And then cut it off. That makes sense. And then dip the stump in oil. Well, that seems appropriate. Yeah. Um, and then flogging was another regular penalty. Why would you do that to your crew that's supposed to be helping you with their... Like I pulling ropes and hands. shit. I know, <laughs> right? 
Uh, maybe they didn't think it through. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yes, because losing their hands is probably a bad deal. Yeah. Um, but for less serious crimes than stealing food, they just whipped them. Yeah. So a typical flogging involves several dozen lashes on the back, mm-hmm. turning the offender's skin into a bloody pulp. And then, of course, there was like keel hauling and things like that. But most people just died when they keel hauling. Or there was one thing that they, I can't remember what this was for, but they would put them in a basket with a knife and apple and a loaf of bread or something, hmm. and they would hang them off the back of the boat. Okay. And then there would be, um, like, guards. That their job was to make sure that person did not get back on the boat ever. So what their options the were... That? Their options were that they could starve to death in the basket. This okay. was to get rid of the person. Or they could cut themselves free and drown. Oh. Like, there was no other out, and they it's... had to decide cop out <sighs> mean person yeah. anyway so the people who got uh keel hauled if they survived and the people who got whipped and such and such probably ended up at the ship's doctor and that's mm. where the loblolly boys come in because a loblolly boy was the assistant to the ship's doctor oh that's not good so they basically took orphans he saw some shit <laughs> he saw some shit i mean they were cutting off people's hands and dipping them in totally um so their duties typically include pouring tar into open wounds. Because apparently that healed them. Meh. I guess it sealed them somehow, but I don't know how that... I feel like it's it seems very like really toxic. <laughs> yeah. There, it's not bleeding anymore. <laughs> now you are infested with toxic <laughs> exactly. chemicals. But you're not bleeding. I'm cleaning bedpans, cleaning up vomit, collecting amputated limbs. Oh, so that's I a guess, big part. I guess those hands were theirs. I don't know what they did. I mean, they could like, go oh, right into the could kitchen. You pick up your fucking hands, fresh Captain? meat. Come on. Oh yeah, all right. Steam it. Mm-hmm. Um, worst of all, the loblolly boys would. Um, one of their primary jobs was to hold down patients as mm. they had limbs amputated. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often that happened on ships. I mean, like, how often do people need to get amputated? But they were warships, so I suppose if they were yeah. in battle, that it literally happened. can't stop thinking about Master and Commander. That's and, my yeah. That's at my, the, at the time, they didn't have anesthesia. So you had to bite fuck, down on how leather. How the fuck do you hold somebody down while somebody's chopping off their leg or something? Because I like, think they pass out. I hope so, because how would you not just struggle like crazy to get away? Like, I don't even know how you would be able to sit still knowing it was happening, like gonna happen. Like, wouldn't your whole body just be like, give me the fuck out of here? I don't know. I don't think you know any better. You're just that it's delirious. It's like childbirth, right? I don't know. I have no <laughs> well, idea. I have no idea about that. <laughs> Gross. I made that decision. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just kidding. It's beautiful. It's it, a beautiful part of life. Yes. You and your fucking mom life post. Mm-hmm. Almost had a heart attack. Uh, and then uh, when they weren't doing doctory stuff, they wow. had to scrub the decks and act as a waiter to the sailors. Oh. And like, so the only thing I could think of was like the whole peg boy situation. I'm like, what else happened to those boys? No. Oh, <laughs> they ladies. were, I know. Yeah, there's Not no ladies on stuff. the ship. There's no ladies on the ship. Sort of like a prison. Mm. Um, and these boys were rarely paid. A lot of them are homeless orphans. So, like, I think these ships just generally had a way of just going on shore and just fucking nabbing just people. people. Yeah. Just pirates. Um, but the orphans were desperate for some kind of roof. So they're like, fuck it. Let's, let's just go work on a ship, I guess. I'll pick um, up some feet. It's fine. At least they have a place. Like, they have a place, right? Like, they're not destitute on the street. Right? I don't know. Um, it wasn't much that, dif- that different for the men on the ships since a lot of them um, were press gangs. They, um, or were pressed men, they um, barely got paid either. So, like, their option was you volunteer, you get a paycheck, but it's really small. Mm. Or you get 
pressed into service and you really get paid nothing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, and I think once the decision was made for you, it was too late. Oh. Anyway, so right. that is Lob Lolly Boys. Why do we know why they were called that? No, it doesn't. It didn't say. It it didn't say. I did look at several different sources because they didn't like nobody gave that much information about them. No, but no, I couldn't. I didn't find that. So then the next one is working in a matchstick factory. Oh, sounds like a great job. Yeah. Um, Matchstick dippers were also mostly children. Typically, girls as young as 10, but there there were on occasion kids as young as four. I don't know how you keep, like, I think about the four-year-olds I know, and they I have can't. a worse attention span than I have. Yeah, they want to <laughs> fucking watch, like, a whole Blues Clues. <laughs> so, how are you like, hey, focus up. I, I guess need you just, to cut this cool. I mean, one of the ways they do it is just beating the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, so, like, that has a lot of, I guess, pretty, sure. there's a lot of incentive there to behave. Um, and they were super tired, so they never got to sleep, and they, they worked no all the time. Live, so. <laughs> they were just like, okay, I'll dip the matchsticks. So their job was to stand at the factory and to dip matchsticks into this poisonous white phosphorus, which sure. helped them light quickly. Um, they worked 16-hour days. Oh, they were Jesus paid almost fuck. nothing because they were children. 16-hour days. So they literally, they, they typically got like an hour off to eat. How did we get to that point? Because there was nobody saying no. Like, there was nobody looking at the factory worker and saying, you can't do that. And people had all moved to the cities, and they had nothing. So it was like, fuck, got to do something. Uh, Beatings were part of the day's work. Mm. Um, And beatings occurred because, they might happen because you got caught talking. Don't do that. You dropped some matches. Yep. Or you went to the bathroom without permission. How dare you? I mean, (laughs) four-year-olds... Can barely go to the bathroom. I want to meet some of these (laughs) four-year-olds that are like, "Mm, it's fine. They're probably smoking cigarettes outside of the mines. Like, fuck it. This job's (laughs) killing me. I'm going to get on a boat. I need to be a loblolly boy. (laughs) Fuck this. Um, So the biggest problem, though, aside from the beatings and the non-sleep and not enough food and the never seeing the sun. do tell. Was that the phosphorus stuck to the skin and that phosphorus caused cancer. It was super toxic. So, but none of them live past 12, so it's <laughs> Right. Short, We've only lives. noticed this in their bones. And they did, because what happened was a lot of them got this thing called Fossy Jaw. Oh. Uh, and this was considered move. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> back you in do the Fossy, Fossy, Fossy. <laughs> you do Martha Graham. Not that Martha Fossy. Graham. <laughs> Not F-O-S-S-I. E. E, whatever. P-H-O-S-S-Y. So like phosphorus. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, so, and they considered this like the worst industrial disease of the time. Oh. Um, and it was caused by the vapor, which destroyed oh, the, the bones of the jaw. So it would just work its way into people's jaws. Oh God. And it would start, it would start causing these really painful toothaches. Mind you, they can't call in sick. <laughs> they, they can't. Do they even have teeth? They can't be late. Jesus well, they Christ. did at start, but by the end, no. Nothing is worse than tooth pain, I believe. Right? We like, all it know may, this. makes it's like debilitating with headache. Like, it just is terrible. <sighs> and you're seven. <laughs> and you're fucking. Boy. Yeah. It's, it's fucking rough, man. Um, so, over, so your gums start to swell. Over time, pus starts forming, mm. um, penetrating the oral mucosa. Whoa, whoa. Fistulas whoa. develop. Your teeth fall out. Well. And you get like these recurrent abscesses. Maybe you could share your abscess story later. 
don't. <laughs> don't share the abscess story. Don't go uh, on so Reddit Necrosis is looking for abscess stories. You'll be sorry. Or not. Maybe not. Because we were both like, whoa, no way. So, well, no, there was one that I didn't read you that was a kid. But you're gonna. Next next episode. It's really not right. that good. Um, it's just a worm came out of oh. an abscess Ooh. in a mouth. Oh, that makes sense, though, because of mouthworms. Remember, we've talked about mouthworms. We've been over this. I don't know why you're impressed. (laughs) Um, So necrosis of the jaw occurred. So the bone started to die. And then they eventually, the dead bone started separating from the other bone. Sure. And it became like super porous and lightweight and just like so it just basically just decomposed your jaw Um, and the bones this is crazy glowed greenish white whoa so they were like literally i don't know they were what is that glowing monsters nuclear Um, i just googled it that's gross (laughs) yeah their jaws are just collapsed the condition also caused serious brain damage and often resulted in death so oh, that was working no. conditions at the good old matchstick factory. Oh, gross. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't Google it. Don't Google it. You're gonna. I know you're gonna. That's This whole show should be called Don't Google It. <laughs> Step one, we read the internet to you. Step two, we tell you what not to Google. Step three, you, you Google, Google it, it. And then you yell at us about and it. And then you go on the Facebook group. Repeat. And you tell us about it. Repeat forever. That's why you should join the Facebook group. Facebook group, everyone. I'm because... so drunk right now, you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, because there's all kinds of... Maybe we'll post some fun pictures of necrotic jaws. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I did go into chimney sweeps, but chimney sweep wasn't really that interesting. Everybody knows what a fucking chimney is. <laughs> the chimney sweeps have to go in there and sweep out the soot. Basically soot. clean them out. Kids were great for this job because yeah. they're little. And plus, adults at this time seem to like to really just abuse children. <laughs> so, um, it's just the trend. At the children time. dominated the industry in the 17th and 18th centuries. If only they knew, they could have just like unionized, like the newsies did eventually. <laughs> I never saw that movie, but I'm well. It was an actual thing too, like the newsies. It was a oh yeah, it's a real story. Oh. There's a really great dollop about the newsies. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. It's so good. Um, so adult chimney sweeps would often kidnap their pint-sized apprentices from sure. orphanages or they'd buy them from their parents. Yeah, why not? I don't know. There's worse things that people buy kids from their parents for. So I guess chimney sweep might not be the yeah. absolute worst thing. But they were deprived of a healthy diet so that they would stay small. Oh. Like jockeys. Oh, like I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be a chimney sweep. Oh, someone come get me. I'm ready to apprentice. Um. So, and then they would, you know, just have them go down and do all the chimney sweeping and working right. however many hours a day for them. And just, they would, like, just try to make them work faster. So they'd beat them. And the really <laughs> terrible people would start fires at the oh, bottom of the thing. Really lighting a fire under my ass. <laughs> I think that's where it probably <laughs> came from. Um, and that would, that would encourage the children. Just a gentle nudge. Into climbing the flue faster and just getting open the job flames. done in record time. Yeah. So that I find was, open flames to be very motivating. They really are. You really want to get the fuck out of there as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So that is working as a chimney sweep. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you uh, also get a really bad Cockney accent with it? You probably do. Hey, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> no, he loved being a chimney sweep. He did. He just danced across the rooftops. Yeah. About a chimney sweep. 
I don't yeah, remember. Something the best job you could have. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Propaganda. A, fucking seriously. Disney. Exactly. Disney and their child labor. <laughs> oh, don't even. Don't even. Well, somebody was saying something about, oh, we're reading this book, The Goldfinch. I'm in this book group. Oh, that's right. And Ooh, somebody was talking about so um, much. <laughs> how it was sad because he lost his mom right at the beginning, right? I'm like, dude, every fucking Disney movie starts with the parents 100%. being murdered. No moms in there. Well, there is in the one where she turns into a bear, but that's what? the Scottish one. It's a Disney movie? Brave. Yes. Oh, with the I redhead Merida. Her mom turns into a bear. <laughs> long well, story. shit happens. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> I don't have time to get into it, the details. <laughs> Just trust me on this. It turns out fine. <laughs> Everybody's happy at the end. But then uh, I got really sad because then when she's mean to the bear, I was like, oh, don't be mean to the bear. It's your mom. It's your mom. No. Oh. I was like, don't be mean to the bear. Uh, yeah. Don't be fucking mean to bears. <laughs> now that it's legal to shoot bears in their dens while they're... What? Don't oh, yeah. tell me stuff like that. Oh, I forgot. We don't talk about things like that. Have you ever seen the... Have you ever seen... Literally, my cut... Just put it on my gravestone. Have you seen? <laughs> have you ever seen... Uh, have you ever seen the video of the polar bear that made a hat out of a bucket? It is fucking obsessed. I think with it. I have seen it. Yes, I remember crying. And he's I was like swimming and so he pops hard. up. He swims and he jumps up and it's this little green bucket. And then he uh -huh. just puts it on his head and just sits there and like rocks around. Uh -huh. And I'm like, we don't deserve animals at all. Oh no, we don't. But then that same polar bear will massacre a baby seal. True. So you know. Mm, true. <laughs> Yeah. They're really cute until they start killing shit. I know. Yeah. Uh, so cotton mills. <laughs> cotton. Polar bears. Cotton mills. <laughs> you know. Logical next step. Go ahead. Segue. Uh, these places, they were one of the first places to figure out child labor was awesome. Little tiny fingers. <laughs> Little tiny fingers. No questions asked. <laughs> um, so they... You, the first jobs were in water-powered cotton mills near the river. Ooh. They started using kids. And then with the invention of the cotton-spinning Ginny and the steam Ooh. engine, cotton could be Was that Eli Whitney? Oh, I think it was. <gasps> I don't know. I didn't do the history of cotton mills. Fifth grade. Oh, fuck. I don't remember yesterday. I don't remember fifth grade. I don't, I don't Again, remember yesterday, but I do remember <laughs> fifth grade. <laughs> really, just oh. put, arrange all this down on my resume. <laughs> Doesn't remember shit. No attention span. No attention. Zero memory. <laughs> just mood swings like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Says fuck every other word. <laughs> Not even barely medicated. <laughs> so loose cannon, my friends. Take my oh, life into my shit. hands every day I record this. <laughs> oh, this is ruining my career. Send help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Blink twice. <laughs> this is a weird thing that this says that I copied and pasted. Oh, I love uh, those. We're like this <laughs> one. Did, did I not read this? this? Says, Children worked for the delight of the cotton mill owners. <laughs> um, I don't know why they said there was a cheap alternative to paying children with actual money. I guess, but they make them think it was a game. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. Do, 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 do. That or I kill you. Yeah. So because the city, so the all the mills moved away from the rivers into the city because they had all this engines now and that Ooh. required all the coal. Da, 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 da. So they all moved to the cities. And because the city was so dangerous, mm. um, 
because of the coal-powered factories and the air pollution and the poor hygiene and horrible working conditions, many children were left without parents. Oh. Which left them, like, as great pickings for factory owners. Yeah. Yeah. Ship um, everybody. So orphans or parish apprentice children were taken in by factories and mills to work in exchange for food, water, housing, and clothing. So they didn't have to pay them. Can you right? imagine? <sighs> That's crazy. So the children were generally malnourished. Poorly clothed. Keep them tiny. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they need to do that for the cotton mills, but... Just in general, just keep all children a little off-kilter. <laughs> a little dizzy. A you little don't want them some kids' rebellion. So, in, apparently, the working conditions for children were worse for ch- were worse than they were for adults. So, they treated adults better. Plus, they paid the adults. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, in the mills, the children worked day and night. They were exposed to dangerous moving parts of machinery and had to work in very warm atmospheres to spin the cotton. Mm. They were also given discipline and harsh punishments. They um, would get really tired. Obviously, they're children. They're working for fucking 18 hours a day. Um, I can't even stay awake on a couch for 18 hours. It's not like this is interesting work. It's like watch this fucking thing spool and make sure nothing gets... like. Right? Nothing gets tangled and use your little tiny fingers to get in between this equipment and make sure that nothing bad happens and try not to get your fingers chopped off. My entire knowledge of what I picture at Cotton Gin is the movie Wanted with Angelina Jolie, Mm, uh which they have to catch the Uh little spinner, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I can think of. That's totally, totally exactly what it's like. I can't exist in life unless I can relate it to a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag. Marry me. <laughs> you can have marry me and I can have hire me. Yes. Be perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and this podcast is over. Uh, um, so, they, so they're so they really tired. They're working around fast machinery. They're little. They they're guys. not. Yeah. So imagine the problems that would arise from that. And it was also they were supposed to work really fast and produce a lot. And it was really hard for them to maintain the speed that was required by the overseers. So they were usually hit with a strap to make them work faster. Um, In some factories, children were dipped headfirst into the water cistern if they became too tired. So that was like, hey, wake up. We're going to throw you headfirst into some water. Uh, And then I pulled this one quote because I thought it was kind of interesting. The infants, they called them. Oh. I'm assuming they're a little bigger than infants. (laughs) Fucking Um, newborns. Useless. When first introduced to these abodes. Oh, there was talk, though, about, like, in the mines because, like, whole families worked in there and women were expected to work up until they gave birth when they were pregnant. No. The babies would literally be born in the mines or, like, right outside the mines because they weren't allowed to take time off. They, that's terrible. Yeah. That's bad for your eyeballs. It's bad for a lot of things. I mean, it's bad. Yeah, it's really just bad infection. You know, no wonder nobody lived very long. Jesus. Uh, Why would you want to? Uh, yeah. So the infants, when first introduced to these abodes of torture, Ooh. that's very are poetic as well, are put at stripping the full spools from the spinning jennies and replacing them with empty spools. They are put to work in a long room where there are about 20 machines. The spindles are apportioned to each child, and woe be to the child who shall be behind in doing its allotted work. <laughs> the machine will be started, and the poor child's fingers will be bruised and skinned with the revolving spools. Oh. While the children try to catch up to their comrades by doing their work with the speed of the machine running, the brutal overlooker will frequently beat them unmercifully. And I have frequently seen them strike the children, knocking them off their stools and sending them spinning several feet on the greasy floor. It's absolutely un. 
unfathomable. Little like, children with bloody feet. I mean, who wants blood all over their cotton, first of all? Like, hey, uh, yeah. slow it the fuck down. Give the kids some gloves. Who set this standard for, like, light speed? Were they just, like, first-generation infants <laughs> were the worst? So fast. They thought they could get out of this. And then they set this unrealistic standard for how fucking fast I can pick this little shit out of here. I think it was as fast as a machine could work is how fast you were expected to work is the feeling I get. So 4.5% of the cotton workers were under the age of 10. Jesus. 54.5 were under the age of 19. Um, So this is like super pervasive. I think cotton was like the number one place where they use kids. Hmm. Uh, Anyway. That eventually ended too. Was this? It That's where I lost interest. No, but I. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Ding dong. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't going into how it ended. I was going into what it was like. <laughs> so that was cotton, cotton mills. And then just factories in general. Mm. So, fact, not the best place to work. Any factory. I mean, go back to the fucking farm. I have a feeling that that was better. Yeah. No matter what. Because at least you were outside Your and there's probably were some there. food. Yeah. And maybe a cow or something, some mm. livestock, maybe a kitten. A breeze. A breeze. So the only light present was the sunlight that came through the windows, okay. if there were any windows. Machines spit out smoke, and in some factories, workers came out covered in black soot by the end of the day. Mm. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that's disgusting. All of it's disgusting. I bet they but I just so think many blackheads. Like, no, I mean, I'm just thinking like... They're covered in soot. They're lo- like, what is going on in their lungs, in their eyes? Like, it's just got to be the whole thing. Just yeah, were people so even bathing? Then? Dirty. Yeah, I think they did, just not if they were sailing. Oh, cool, <laughs> makes sense. But probably not very not often because I don't think. I yeah, that. I think the getting water was probably a challenge. So they probably didn't do it very, like like on Sundays, right? Like we're all going to take a bath and go to church. I take a bath once a month, whether I need it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag marry me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get in my bed. Um, there was no safety precautions. There was a lot of accidents. Yes. Um, in in factories in general, children sometimes worked up to 19 hours a day with Ooh. a one-hour total break. Uh, what do you think they did on their breaks? Just like stare at each other like, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't think they had any energy to do anything. I mean, they don't know any different, right? Yeah. Like, so if we were thrown into that, we'd be like, what the fuck? Yo. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah. that was what life was to them. It probably was like, just, what's, a, what's the fucking point, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know what their dreams were. Like, what were they hoping <laughs> to accomplish? I But, like, isn't that like a, I mean, maybe that's not a human condition to dream of something different if you're in that situation. But, like, I mean, what somebody probably going? had it good at the time. Oh, yeah, the, and just the factory owners were fine. Little Lord Fauntleroy. Uh-huh. Oh, Showing a, off with his velvet pants. I have a little, I have a little aside about that as, as well. Um, but so that was, a, that was on the extreme and the 19 hours a day. But general work days were 12 to 14 hours with the same one-hour break. Mm. Children were subject to long hours but, and horrible conditions. Large, heavy, and dangerous equipment was common for children to be using or working near. Um, a lot of kids were killed on the job. Ugh. They were um, subject to harsh beatings and other forms of pain infliction. Hmm. One common punishment for being late or not working up to quota <laughs> would be to be weighted. An overseer Ooh. would tie a heavy weight to the worker's neck. Mind you, this is like an eight-year-old. <laughs> um, and have them walk up and down the factory aisle so that other children would see them and take example. This could last up to an hour. Waiting could lead to serious injuries in the back and or neck. 
and punishments such as these would often be dispensed under stringent rules. Boys were sometimes dragged naked from their beds Ooh. and sent to the factories only holding their clothes to be put on there. This was to make sure the boys would not be late, even by a few minutes. So they lived there, basically. There was just, like, these orphan kids just dragged off and, like, this is what you do now. So just, like, left to <clears throat> our own devices, do humans just, like, tap into just the most shitty way of treating each other? Yes. That's all. That's what this podcast is all about. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm new here. It's my first episode. This shit's bananas. <laughs> Why are we so terrible? Um, so eventually, of course, laws came into effect that prevented children from working in any of these sorts of situations. Um, but that was like the mid 1800s um, when those laws started coming into place. And I like this. This one is the 10 hours bill of 1847 oh. limited working hours to <laughs> 10 for children and women. <laughs> no more than 10 hours a nope. day, six days a week for you. Um, and then just for one little aside that you talked about little Lord Font Fauntleroy. And this was <laughs> this was like pre industrial revolution, but when the right. when the um aristocracy and the, the whatever, the royalty. What are they called? Gangs? Royal family? Monarchy. The royal fa monarchy. Um if you were a prince, the only person who could spank you or whip you was the king. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing was the kings were often not home. Yeah, probably not so much. They were out conquering new lands and hunting things and stuff. Yeah. So since they were not there very often, the princes could not be whipped. Mm, I bet they so were. So what assholes. they did was they had stand-ins. <gasps> oh no, whipping boys. Yeah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So the thing was, so there would be this. This was your job. Was like you were like. The groom's son or whatever, like the guy who took care of right. the livestock. You're his kid. And they basically raise you with the prince so you're best friends. Aww. So you actually form a really strong bond. And that's the thing that's supposed to prevent the prince from being bad is that if he's bad, his best friend is going to oh, get whipped. Shit. And that's your job. Did it work? I don't probably to varying degrees with different princes. I mean, that's you think about the princes in Game of Thrones and that one guy... Oh, Theon and Ramsey would be like, fuck it. Let's kill him. Let's see what happens. Yeah, definitely. So I think Jon Snow would not let that happen. He would not. He's Jon's also not a prince. He that is, we though. know of. <laughs> Spoiler! We'll find out next year. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that was the way they, that was your job if you were raised in the palace as take the prince's whipping boy. That's awful. It, fuck, and I close the goddamn thing and I can't open it now. It, there's no code anymore. Oh, you didn't? You took the I code out? I disabled it. Oh, thank God. It's not letting, it's not. <laughs> anyway, that's that's it. So <laughs> that was the last ad lib the rest of us. <laughs> Patty's oh. using my iPad. And Those were the worst jobs. Those it. are pretty fucking terrible jobs. So I don't have Those to feel bad terrible. about the jobs that are available now. Yeah. What would you say is the worst one? coal mine probably i'm thinking so too i mean they're all horrible but at least like you're in the ocean <laughs> one of them i really get some fresh air i really like boats maybe they got like a <laughs> ration of rum who knows yeah Ooh. right Ooh. maybe they didn't did they maybe russell up crow with was there and he played the cello i mean you don't know this is the idyllic that's how i picture yeah. it yeah and then well, there's the little boy that gets his arm cut off. 
the cute little whatever. You uh, went back to a movie, didn't you? I yeah, yeah. I lived there. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Matchstick Dipper with the rotting jaw and the dying. Yeah, that's a shitty way to go. Yeah. But then the cotton mill doesn't sound very fun either. I would say, I don't know, the least worst one? They're all fucking terrible. They really are. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the boat. The boat is the least terrible. Yeah. If I had. Yeah, it probably is because at least that job. So it sucks because you're dealing with blood and guts all the time, but doctors deal with that too. So you must get over that. But also, no pun intended, you're all in the same boat. (laughs) True. And I would, I mean, I would think that, like, because you're with the doctor, if you ingratiate yourself to the doctor, he's probably pretty well right? taken care of. So you might actually get taken care of, okay, if you're good at your job. Yeah, and you're lumped in with people that aren't being punished, so it might not be as terrible. Yeah. Like, you still get to, like, sleep in a hammock. You, yeah, they actually do. They didn't say, like, they work 20-hour days yeah. like every other fucking job. So basically, they did super cushy. Okay. I will. <laughs> Life is a dream. A boat kid. The Royal Navy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I that's like it. it. That's the most What's terrible jobs for children. So, yeah. Ooh. Bad. I'd like to be like a school teacher in Little House on the Prairie because they started doing that Ooh. when they're like 12. Like, okay, you're done with school. You're going to start teaching now. <laughs> that or you're a whole. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to add about this? I don't. Topic? It's very interesting. No, I've left you speechless. <laughs> I'm blown away. Holy shit. No, I'm really shit. just trying to think of ways that we could get children to work now. We can't. Why are they going to be so useless? I know. They just want to go to pre-K and enrichment programs. Right? Fucking Montessori. Gate and shit. <laughs> Paint with their fingers and talk about their feelings. Yeah, kids. Co-sleeping and... Quit pooping and all Quit complaining. Stuff. Life could be worse. Seriously. Everybody have your kids listen to this episode. <laughs> and the whole podcast if you really want them to turn out terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to ruin their souls that badly. But just this is like a, this is a feel good about life, gratitude sort of yeah. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. About how bad things used to be but are not anymore. Yeah, like you're, can this your is day one thing really be print. worse than lying down in a black whole right they should on fire yeah because yeah. i was i was you know i i'm sure i've showed you that thing that i wrote when i was like in second grade or first grade about being tired of the whole thing already oh totally yeah somebody should have read this to me and been like listen you could be working in a goddamn it's coal mine true. for 20 hours a I'm day constantly amazed <laughs> at the psychological manipulation that people don't use on me that i figure out how to use on myself and i'm like guys why didn't you just tell me this like i would have been fine with it <laughs> Oh, anyway, that's it. That's just the worst. Um, that is for this the episode. worst. The worst children's jobs in in modern history. history. Yeah, yeah. Not really recent, but modern is a good way to put it. Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I said recent. It's not really super recent. I'm sure there were worse jobs in antiquity. 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 Like just yeah, straight like out jacking your... off the emperor's horses. <laughs> Actually, I did that. I was so. going to say, don't people still do that? <laughs> That's just adults. Um, I had a conversation with somebody today about the horse episode. And they're like, I would skip that episode. And I said, you shouldn't. It's a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I am holding my tongue so hard right now. It's a fan favorite. <laughs> it's a fan favorite. Um, anyway, I want to thank 
everybody for listening. You guys are awesome. Thanks, all 11 of you. If you listen and you have not gone on to iTunes and given us a five-star oh, review. fuck off. Or just go ahead and do it. Or to the coal mine with you. I think we have 55 reviews. We'd love to Whoa. get to 75 people. Oh, let's do it. Could you please? We'll give you a dollar. And, no, we won't. <laughs> but you can give us a dollar. Oh, you can. If you want. On our um, Patreon. We do have a Patreon account. And I even wrote it down. Patreon.com forward slash just the worst pod. So is it Patreon or Patreon? Patreon. Interesting. It's what everybody says anyway. Patreon. Patreon. Um, it's like patron, but with a E in there. Yeah. But and you could say it's like Patron, but with an E in there. You can't because Patron doesn't mean the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> in my uh, world. And it's just as supportive. <laughs> <laughs> and necessary. Exactly. Anyway, you can help support the show by subscribing for as little as $1 a month, and we will love you. Yeah, and haven't we been telling you Patty is unemployed? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, people. It would be great if I could make this my job, because <laughs> after this episode, it might be the only job I could get. Yeah, she's an unstable person. She's very good at this. <laughs> Let her flourish. Not super Send good at anything else. Goddamn dollar. Thank you. Um, also, we would love you to be involved and engage with us on social media. And we are Ooh. on all of them. We are. You can follow us on Twitter at JTWPod. Oh. And we would really love to grow our Twitter base. Oh, yeah. I'm so bad so at Twitter. I saw a Twitter um, podcast we listened to said something about wanting to get up to 3,000 followers. And I responded, what God, we, like, we'd nine? love to get up to 300. Oh. So they're like, everybody, follow, follow just the worst. Try to get them up to 300, but it didn't get us very far. So if everybody here is on Twitter, please go follow us. Yeah. Share our posts. Help us get more traction there. Uh. Um, and then you can go to Facebook and Instagram. We're at Just the Worst Pod. Yeah. We're hilarious online. You should totally Whoa. go there. Our group is amazing. They are. Best Jokes a minute. Ever. Jokes a minute. <laughs> bunch of assholes that's right and there's yeah we're doing workouts and stuff yeah we are I have trying not to have just on. the worst bodies in the world it's true we're it's just the it. worst workout it is it just... involves burpees and pull-ups neither of which <laughs> i can accomplish i, Actually, I like can do a burpee either. it's not pretty uh-huh i can do a few gross they make it very hard to breathe uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. overrated <laughs> overrated thank you uh anyway that is all i have to say about shameless self-promotion i'm trying to get better at that because i'm really usually pretty terrible about it no i think you're good at that um and if you would please share the podcast with a friend enemy coworker, boss etc etc subscribe save. if you are a boss make your employees listen to it oh i think that fosters a very good work environment yeah for sure it's yeah you could talk about boundaries like once you listen and especially like this episode if you have a, a like a bunch of people that work for you, you could be like see it could yeah. be a lot fucking worse i could be beating you if you're not going fast yeah enough. how annoying is all hands now right come on exactly but no birds are dying <laughs> how about that if you're a bird not about is to dying blow in your up. workplace you can call me about it but <laughs> don't don't yeah or you can yeah send a tweet <laughs> text or something <laughs> <laughs> all right we're delirious so we'll catch you next sunday all right everybody yeah call me love you bye-bye <laughs>